this episode of the Full Nerd, uh, didn't even pronounce it right. In this episode of the Full Nerd, Intel heard you like. I'm trying to. How do they say that? <laughs> In this episode of The Full Nerd, Intel heard you like 10th Gen, so they put 10th Gen in your 10th Gen. Jensen said, What? And $500 build off, which I've already won. Uh uh-uh. uh. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 103. I'm your host Gordon Maung with Elena Yi. Oh, hi. I go first. That's weird. I know. That's that's why I was trying to figure the order out. Because Adam is on the right here. Yeah, that's I'm right. so I'm confused. I'm Everything is out of order. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no TV screen here to block me. Usually, I'm sitting behind. So, uh, the little known fact, I'm usually just sitting behind the he's TV. In the van. But nobody's he's in the van. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. True. This is like a, a train that the conductor has come back to the the, co- the the dining car to like eat some food, and you're like, Where, "Who's driving the train? Who is driving the train? I don't know. I don't know. That is a good question. Are, we just Are going you off driving the, the train, now? or is it just simply going like? There's a cow on the tracks right now. No, or? no, we have a, a special uh, we have a special producer that's uh, filling in for the for the verticals and the horizontals. Uh, say say hi, special producer. Hello, hey Gordon, I have a question for you. Oh. Oh, there um, he there is. Hey. <laughs> Look at that. Go- Gordon, I got a question for you. Did you bring your A game? Because I flew across the country to kick your ass in this fight. I already won. PC battle. I already won. Dang. I already won. Wait, but wait, well, hold on. Why is Brad back there in my spot? I don't know. Cause I mean, we know. Got to show you how to do the glasses, Brad right? Because Brad is here in the studio. Isn't that oh. awesome? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought that was a remote yeah. location. No, so no, that's gonna, not a remote are you location. Prove, are you going to prove that Brad actually exists? I'm going to prove that Brad actually exists here in the studio. Let's switch it out. <laughs> I wonder if they could do like that that uh, uh, digital effect where uh, you know how they make all the actors look young. They oh, just, that new. They yeah, would just amazing. they would just make nerdy ass people look nerdier. What would be the defining <laughs> feature for know. that? <laughs> it could work. I can imagine. Do we like, all just get the Twitch glasses? And Brad's oh, here. <laughs> Oh, no, just yeah. keep keep going, man. I'll put them on when I win the budget battle. That'll be my final. There you go. <laughs> yeah, already done. Brad yeah, live in the house. Oh, you know, I this is a special up. treat. We mm-hmm. only get this uh, about once a year, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, man, I tell you what, it is weird sitting over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm so used to my, my battle station here, you know? That's nice. Sitting over there. I was sitting there admiring. How do you even <laughs> keep track of the show? I was just distracted by all the blinking lights. That is a good question. <laughs> yes. A lot to, lot to keep up with. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think first up, we're, we're going to talk about some uh, Comet Lake. Yeah. What, what the hell's going on with that, Gordon? Yeah, that's, that's a crazy thing. First off, all the desktop people, this is still laptop only. Yeah, no, we're not seeing 10th generation parts from Intel yet. So everything that came out this week. And, of course, earlier I said Intel heard you like 10th gen, so they added 10th gen to your 10th gen. They did that. A couple <laughs> weeks ago, they came out with their actual 10 nanometer 10th gen, which kind of makes sense, right? And then yesterday, they uh, unveiled the 10th gen Comet Lake. Uh, so we have 10 nanometer 10th gen Ice Lake, and then we have 10th generation 14 nanometer Comet Lake. So just like they started with 9th gen, 10th gen doesn't mean anything. It's just... <laughs> yeah, it hasn't meant anything. It feels like for three or four generations, it's just kind of like, oh, we'll just... Tore. It used to, for people who don't know, it used to... 
I asked years ago and said, oh, it's basically based on the actual uh, graphics iteration. That was the definition several years ago when Clark Dale Arendelle came out. So, Yeah, I remember you actually did uh, an article <laughs> on it. And then the very next year is when they just started chucking everything in the pot. Yeah, then it came out to like, oh, with, uh, with uh, Skylake, or it was like, oh, it's a new generation, uh, but the Oh no, KB Lake. It was like the, it's like well, KB Lake seems pretty much the same cores as Skylake, but like oh, it's actually different because the it has the new media encoding engine in this. So the graphics engine is the same. The cores are essentially the same. It is a new transistor that hits higher clock speeds, which is a plus. Mm-hmm. So that's how it got the plus actually. Plus 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 plus. plus, plus, plus. plus. <laughs> but how is that a new generation when it's and they just and of course now Comet Lake. A lot of people are cynically saying, oh, this is just Whiskey Lake U+. You know, this mm-hmm. is just what we've already seen already in laptops, Ultrabooks uh, like these. Not mine. Not that one. That is an H part. So, <laughs> I'm the gaming editor. So uh, There's a lot of, there's all, you know, of course, the Internet, that's what actually surprised me because the Internet lost its mind. Well, the tech media lost its mind, what, a week ago when Ice Lake? came out supposedly mm-hmm. like oh intel's naming scheme is terrible it's like what are you talking about mm-hmm. it won't get terrible till comet lake comes out and <laughs> we now have it so i for example i mean it doesn't have to be an, a binary mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible then it is terrible There's a, <laughs> there could be a descent into terribleness no but i mean it wasn't like i i, I people like oh you you went from a core i7 8565u to now a core i7 1065g7 what? <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not really. I, I don't. I'm not really that thrown off by that because ten generation ten. It's still a sixty five part because it's basically you know their highest end Ice Lake part, and then G seven meaning Iris graphics, best graphics, right? Uh, the article that Mark wrote about it yesterday, just for people who are listening in, um, they actually made a really nice graphic that breaks it all down. Because hearing that, I'm very confused. Really, it breaks it all. I. I oh, haven't read up on this much. I'm just like, yeah. that's an awful... I mean, that's the problem, right? <laughs> for us, for the people who actually pay attention to every single SKU, then you, sorry, uh, you actually know 8565U is a Whiskey Lake. So. Right. Mm-hmm. But no, so here's the thing that it re- is got people radioactive yesterday is is the new quad-core uh, Comet Lake is a Core i 7 one zero five one zero U, which is like what? I mean, really, that's the one. See, that makes no sense. So you have a four number Ice Lake, and then you have a five number Comet Lake. Have they explained what the naming scheme's all about? They basically, I think they just they're you, they're stuck with the hand that they got dealt, which is they they got these Ice Lake parts, they have these Comet Lake parts. Wait, wait, wait. They didn't get dealt this. They're the ones dealing with cards. <laughs> yeah. No, because, I, look, I, I don't think, I think people have this. One thing I, I think people, I really want, I people should dismiss immediately is like, oh, Comet Lake's just whiskey like, but this is a significant increase in core count. So the top end, I didn't mention this, the top end Comet Lake is a core i7-10710U, which is a six core Comet Lake CPU. Right, but what I'm saying is that I'm not talking about the process behind oh. this. Like, whatever it, however long it's taken is however long it's taking. That's that's a different conversation. What I'm saying is that these this numbering scheme and people trying to stay on top of it, they're the ones dealing the cards on that. They didn't have Branding. to choose the system. No, I, I guess what I'm saying is they're stuck because they basically have two different process cpus right. being introduced at the same time right very different ice like brand new you know brand new sunny cove cores all kinds of goodness 
Comet Lake is essentially a you know um, a next gen iteration of 14 nanometer parts with more cores. I wrap my head around it going through this list that you have on your article. Yeah, Ice Lake has a G in the name. Ice Lake has a G, <laughs> and you and Wise are in Comet Lake. And the big thing, if you want to be a, a hater on Comet Lake, which is unfair, I think, because there is a six core part in basically an ultra book like this. Like you can get it into what supposedly it should fit into. Uh, previous size laptops like i think dell has announced an xps 13 with a seven core or six core uh comet lake in it and then the other big news too is for the y parts for those you know core m class uh parts it it you're getting now quad cores previously all low power you know y parts amber lake all those kind Mm -hmm. of core m class cpus they were always dual cores intel is now offering three uh comet lake quad core Y parts that are like, you know, uh, 4.5 and 5.5, you know, uh, TDP at the low end and 7 wow. watts typically. That's very low wattage. So, I mean, it's really, I mean, of course, if you were Intel, they're going to say, hey, we're offering you a great choice. You could have the awesome graphics capability and the AI and all the new instructions of, of, comp, of Ice Lake. Mm-hmm. Or if you want more core count and higher clocks, you know, then you could go for Comet Lake. Um, I'm... It is confusing. Yeah. When the, re- the reason why I'm saying it, it's the, the hand they're dealt is because, you know, they have not said why. The he- Most people would say, why the hell did you even make Comet Lake, right? Let's just, let's just do Ice Lake. You should. But I'm going to guess they don't have enough Ice Lake. Yep. So they have to have sort of backfill with these 14 nanometer parts. Or the other thing is, like, they sort of started this, like, look, our 10 nanometer processes, it's it's in a shambles, right? We, we don't know if this is going to, if we're going to come out in, you know, Q3 2019 with actual 10 nanometer parts. Yep. We need to plan to have something. Let's do a six core part. So they keep moving along, keep, keep moving along. Like, Hey, look, we actually have 10 nanometer. It's working. We're going to do it. But it also coincides with their six core comet Lake sort of setup. And, it also, they, it also looks like, uh, looking at this chart that you made, uh, Comet Lake on 14 nanometer process has much higher turbo speeds. Yeah, definitely higher turbo speeds. Um, and that's why I think I think the very top-end i7 Comet Lakes are probably going to be slightly faster in single-core and probably even multi-core, well, definitely on the six-core six part, than the Ice Lake part. So I think they're going to be very close. It'll depend on the laptops they go into. Uh, but, yeah, I, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean... I think ultimately we'll have to see how this shakes out when the designs yep. laptops come out with them because yep. I I was really confused like what were how do these these, these seem like very parts that just sort of just clashed with each other I know you're competing with yourself now at like practically the same performance except for graphics and I, I do think what we're seeing now is that like the XPS two in one premium laptop yep right you know LPDDR four X that's going so that's getting an ice lake the XPS. 139390 or 9380 whatever it is the latest iteration of it so the traditional clamshell that's going to get 6 core comet lake so i think sort of the the oh, 2 in 1 is slightly it's almost like it's almost like the ice lakes are going into the laptops Halo might have halo but also might have also been like low power parts almost like hmm. and you know i in the the big win for intel as far as what they're able to do is dell's able to get a a, a quad core laptop with iris graphics you know way better iris graphics than ever before into basically a two-in-one that laptop previously 
although this is a totally new design. Previously, that same form factor got basically a Corium. So they're, it's, it's, it seems like they're, being, they're able to smash more performance into a thinner and smaller laptop. Uh, Gordon, I have a question from uh, Twitch, a uh, friend of the show, Ruru2, is asking about the, the naming scheme. Do you think they're going forward, they're going to do like a big jump to like a 20,000 series, kind of like how NVIDIA went from 10 to, or from 1,000 to 2,000? I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I, I think if they were going to, they would have done it now to avoid this crazy mishmash. <laughs> yeah, but they sort of have to have them at the same time. It feels, I don't know. And then, of course, you know, I've seen these leaked, you know, reports of, you know, the Comet Lake desktop parts. And then mm-hmm. I think it'll be an H part, but it was like something like, <laughs> like it was like one more digit. It was like a hundred thousand or something. It was like, I mean, maybe the headline It's just, like, I don't know how they're going to, they use the numbers to, the numbers are sort of, yeah, are, they're a mess. But at the same time, you know, in laptops, it's. It, they really don't mean that much anyway. I mean, that's sort of the one thing that people don't really get is unlike a desktop where you have control over everything, the performance of <laughs> a Core i7 to one laptop could be as bad as another laptop with Core i5. I don't disagree. Uh, just so you know, so just so you know, why I'm laughing is that from a consumer perspective, I feel like all of this just makes it so much harder as a regular, even a regular nerd, so to speak, just to walk in to a store and figure out what it is you want to buy. And even between like laptop models, right? So is this, you know, Inspiron going to perform the same way as you would expect in previous from previous generations how, what's it going to be like in comparison to the xps line um how i mean you would assume between i5 and i7 models within the same uh, model type it would be yeah. similar for the cooling but even then like if that's a six core and that's a four core what do you what, what can you expect from that it just makes it so complicated and you're gonna have to like find specific reviews on these models and given how small most media outlets are now yeah. whether it's youtube or you know actual you know former traditional publishers yeah. it's gonna be hard to actually get that intel or sorry it- data it is, yeah, it's difficult to get it. And actually, this, that's why I sat down. If you go, there's actually still, a, I think it's still somewhere on the front page or somewhere. But if you, mm-hmm. I did a story where I, I, I looked, linked it in the comments. Okay, so. I looked at all the, the Ice Lake and Common Lake parts, and then I sort and of. And we did a video on it. We did a video on it on YouTube somewhere down here, um, over on the left side, I think. Uh, it, I actually went through and sort of graded each of the CPUs on their attributes, which are, you know, just for the CPUs um, versus sort of, you know, themselves and previous laptop generations. What I'm recommending generally is sort of my forecast. These aren't set necessarily in stone, but I think it'll, chart. if you go by the chart, it definitely helps clarify things because it really took me probably just it, it. And I understand the anger because when I first heard Comet Lake numbering scheme next to Ice Lake, I was like, I flipped out because you're like, <laughs> you're like, because the, re- the natural reaction is this is insane, right? But yeah, but I'd heard it under uh, under NDA, so I didn't. Uh, you had time to I had time to absorb acclimate. it and I realized, you know what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't help anybody to get all angry and go on their Twitter and tell people about Arr! it's actually better just like here's <laughs> here's what matters, here's what's good. You know, I, I, they're actually very good parts. And then the, the thing that gets lost in all this, these are very good parts. You're getting a six core, and I haven't seen them yet, but come on, it's whiskey like you with two more cores, right? Mm-hmm. If you cool it well enough, it's going to be fast with six cores, decently fast for what it is. It's not going to be an H-class laptop, but it's going to be 
I mean, hell, it's crazy. Look, we were like, this is this is a dual core KB Lake laptop, KB Lake U. <laughs> it's like what three years old? Three years ago, we had two cores. Mm-hmm. We've had four cores and ultrabooks for you know a couple of years now, and then now. We're going to six cores. But here's the – actually, I, this is a it's, good it's one. It's way too bad that all this branding confusion is kind of taken away from it because these do all sound like awesome parts. Yeah. yeah. And it's – yeah, got to explain it. Like whenever my family members ask me for buying advice, I try to distill it down to, all right, go to Best Buy, play with the laptops, find one that feels good because that's important. Yep. Just make sure it's ninth gen Core i3. Yeah. But you can't do that anymore. You got ninth gen yeah. Core i three. If you want a small, make sure there's a G somewhere in the name. And if you you know maybe want to you know stream videos or something, you're going to want to make sure the number after the G is as big as you can make it. And a U, I yeah. guess probably. Or you get an H class laptop. But yeah. Although you know what, I, I also realize the interesting thing that is it's gonna. I'm I'm really waiting. At some point, somebody's going to realize that because I always hear this. You know, what about AMD? What about AMD? Well, AMD parts in laptops, quad cores, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And they're yep. generally big. You're not seeing them in, you know, two and a half pound. Yep. And well, you're not seeing many of them. And you're not seeing a lot of them. But Intel fanboys and girls can say, we have the core leadership. It's all about core counts, right? <laughs> you you need more cores. We got that with our common lake. You got six cores. You're AMD. You only got four cores. Mm-hmm. What does an AMD fanboy and girl say to that? Uh, because I don't think on, there are very many AMD <laughs> laptop fans. I know. Well, no, but I mean, here's the thing. Because on desktop, it's like mm-hmm. uh, AMD's all about like, we got core count. You don't want to go lower cores or that 9900K. That's only got eight cores, right? And, of course, Intel on desktop is like, what do you need 12 and 16 cores in a consumer desktop for? Eight cores at high clock is way better. <laughs> it's like, how do these... Aren't they like really at odds in sort of the, the uh, form different, yelling match? Different applications, Gordon. I, I think it's... Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Because I, I don't see how you can argue that more cores is better on desktop. And that was and good then, on the laptop, too. And then flip-flop and say... On a laptop that you want fewer cores, it's just it's just right. It's just enough cores. That's no, that's what I'm saying. I think it's way too bad that the branding is taken away from this because these look like awesome parts. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, shame that every conversation that introduces it is going to have to be okay. Here's how you got to figure out what's actually in here before you can get to the. Oh sweet, we got six cores now. I yeah I don't <laughs> yeah I know six I I'm and I'm really interested to see how that six core part does too because. I will say on the eight core H parts, ninth gen, mm-hmm. you put that eight core into a really thin, very light, limited thermal situation and power situation, it's going to lose pretty easily to a bigger, thicker laptop. But mm-hmm. you put that thing in a big, thick laptop, and it's it's doing it's screaming along really well. So yeah. it's if if a if a if a laptop builder puts that premium CPU into a laptop that probably isn't going to be able to handle the cooling of it it's going to it's going to nerf the clock speed so badly that do you have something specific in mind because i feel like you do no, i don't yet i'm just mm-hmm. kind of wondering i because i one thing i was kind of concerned was like uh, are we going to see these six core laptops six core uh, comet lakes in you know the laptops we're seeing now because i haven't i hadn't seen any and actually at ifo they they did announce them and then Intel, the guidance from Intel is like, yeah, it's no big deal. It should be, it should just slot into. Did you mean IFA? IFA? Yeah. Is it IFA or it's IFA? Well, it's because it's based on uh, the German pronunciation of the letters. It's IFA. That's cool. 
I don't remember seeing a German flag flying outside the building. <laughs> so I think it's it's, it's held Alpha. in was it Berlin? So yeah, but we're talking about it <laughs> from here. So it's IFA. Just in case, you know, people were confused what he meant. Oh, you know, because if we're talking about an event in Germany, we should automatically convert it to Celsius. I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm sure that instead of saying the and USA, when they t- refer to us, they just say they always just say USA. <laughs> of course. Of course they do. They don't like try to pronounce it our way. Well, like, whatever. I don't want that. I don't begrudge them that. They all speak English now, Gordon. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't. <laughs> they all speak English now. Well, uh, speaking of Germany, there's uh, something else going on in Germany, mm. or maybe it's, it's over. Right? I'm not sure. Still, oh. I think it's still on. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's like the last end. day. Yeah. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we talk about some uh, some hot Jensen news? Oh, I need and Gamescom fresh, coverage. Fresh right? out of Cologne. You mean yeah. to kick it off? Yeah, do it. Or you, what, what happened? happened? What I don't happened actually Jensen? know really what got said. So yeah. <laughs> so there was an investor call uh, webcast, and hey, by the way, uh, apparently Nvidia, although they missed the forecast, they still crushed it. Apparently, so but. There was a uh, question from an analyst, and let me increase the screen size because I just can't read this. I am quoting from Overclock3D.net, a story NVIDIA CEO calls it crazy, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to give that away. But Mark Campbell, because here's what he says, full quote, uh, Jensen essentially said, uh, at this point, it's a foregone conclusion that if you're going to buy a new graphics card, it's going to last you two, three, four years, and not to have any, and not to have ray tracing is just crazy. <laughs> I will read that again. At this point, it's a foregone conclusion that if you're going to buy a new graphics card, it's going to last you two, three, four years, and to not have ray tracing is just crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, he kind of has to say that. He's the CEO. Of I, like, I like the foregone conclusion bit the most, actually, out of all of it. <laughs> but, yeah, CEO of company that sells ray tracing graphics cards says you're crazy not to buy ray tracing graphics I mean, cards. of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, of course, people are like, oh, that's that's but, crazy. But that's what but, I love about a Jensen. You never yeah, would yeah. hear that he'll, out of anybody he'll, else. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you what's up. You know what? And I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I know you're saying that's what he has to say. He's I'm not, not. I'm not saying he has to say that. I think that. If you're the head of a company that is pushing ray tracing, you are literally going to think this way. Because otherwise, why would you put that technology in your cards? Okay. All right. That's fair. I, <laughs> he does believe in it, is what I'm saying. It does seem to be picking up steam, finally. Um, when it launched, no games were ray traced at launch. That was kind of crazy to me. That was the crazy bit. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, at Gamescom this week, they announced Minecraft is getting ray tracing. The Windows 10 edition, not the Java edition, which is kind of lame. Oh. But yeah, and it looks pretty awesome in the video that they showed. Like, it's Minecraft. The biggest game in the world is getting ray tracing. You know, all these huge uh, games series are getting it. Doom's going to be getting it. Cyberpunk's going to be getting it. Uh, Wolfenstein's getting it soon. Control from Remedy comes out next week. And that's going to be the first game to have several different kinds of ray tracing in it all at once. So it seems like it's picking up steam. The next-gen consoles are also going to have ray tracing support in some way. They're from AMD, so who knows what it's actually going to be. I wouldn't call anybody crazy for picking up, like, a Radeon RX 5700 XT over uh, 2060 Super because it's still all future promises at this point. It does seem to be materializing. But look at DirectX 12. We still don't see – we're only just now starting to see DirectX 12 games that are starting to – be more common, and you got to remember it was like five years ago, it something was. like that. Twenty fourteen, and, and at the time, AMD was like, "Hey, we got async compute. This is going to be a big deal in DirectX twelve games." And if you bought into that promise for the future, 
<laughs> then it's paying off five years later, but you probably already have a new card. Uh, and uh, Isaac uh, on in the YouTube chat says, so wait, did Jensen just say you'd be crazy to buy a 1660 Ti? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is, of course, that's that's a, that's the one thing people are like. Uh, I mean, they're still selling parts without, you know, uh, ray tracing in it. You know, I think if I know that everybody's that if that's every, that's what also triggers people because they, they will say, oh, well, just well, that mean you shouldn't be selling those. I I think. In, t- Nvidia doesn't kill. They're going to sell you what you want to sell. But if you were Nvidia, they're like, "Yeah, you're crazy. You should buy a 2070 Super, right? That'd be their attitude, right? Why would you buy? Why would you buy a, a 16? What 1660 Ti is? Is that like 180, 200? That's no. That's 280 ish. 280 ish. I mean, it might be a little bit less now because the RTX 2060s you can find them on sale for under 300 bucks sometimes these days. Yeah. I, I, you know, I will. I, I do agree, though. Nobody buys a graphics card to replace it in two to three years. Yeah. Most people are going to run them. I mean, f- to replace it in one year. Most people are going to run them multi multiple years. Four years, probably very very average, very normal mm-hmm. four year run for a graphics card. If you're going out and you're looking at buying a new card at a certain price range, five hundred bucks, wouldn't you? I mean, I would feel like, yeah, I, I would think ray tracing is really going to weigh on to that. Because I think Call of Duty also announced, right? Call of Duty, Doom's going to be getting it. Wolfenstein's going to be getting it. Like, a bunch of the big shooter kind of first-person games are going to be getting it. Right. Uh, which always drives graphics change in this industry. Because they're the cutting-edge blockbuster games. Right. That being said, I mean, the Radeon RX 5700 XT is $100 cheaper than the 2070 Super, and it gets real close to it in traditional performance. Right. So, but, 100 bucks is 100 bucks. But then I don't get ray tracing. So, That's if true. I want to play Minecraft with ray tracing, and it does look really good, mm-hmm. right? It, so, it actually does. And, and I'll also say, uh, you know, Control uh, is definitely one of the first examples, kind of like Metro, where it's just like, uh, I'm I'm a little envious that I don't have an RTX card uh, at home. Like uh, it'll look the screenshots you've seen of it look good. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's uh it's interesting to to see some of these games finally come out that you know I'm personally attached to that I'm like okay this I could see it, but also I'm not made of money, so I don't I don't have the money yet to yeah, <laughs> pop down on an yeah. RTX card. But if if we gave you five hundred and fifty dollars, Adam. Are you going to go non-ray tracing or ray tracing? But you point? gave him that money. Yeah. $400, because there is no $550 AMD card. If you have $400, you can get a 2060 Super, or you can get a Radeon 5700 XT. No, because what it is is we gave him $550, <laughs> and he could either buy... He a, likes his scenario. He could buy an XT and a one terabyte SSD. Mm-hmm. So what's... I mean, so is it? I, well, I, I already have an SSD, so it feels like if I, I don't know, but if it really feels to me like certainly at the launch there was no momentum. The momentum it does is, seem to be picking up. Feels like the momentum is actually oh, yeah. here now, so it does feel like that really should be well. And, and Nvidia is definitely contributing to that momentum. I also yeah. find it interesting that uh, um, who is it that develops Minecraft? Um, Mojang. Mojang. Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, you know, they had come out a couple weeks ago saying, "Hey, we're not going to do our big graphics overhaul that they had promised whatever years ago." And then they're like, "Oh, well, but we are bringing ray tracing, and that's probably not them, right? That's probably Nvidia coming in to help them it out." It's pretty cool if you watch the video that they released with it. They didn't say it anywhere in their releases, but in the video, one of the producers on Minecraft says, "This actually worked out pretty great because uh, we could just focus on the game, and Nvidia did all that crap and made it look pretty." 
Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, the, the, you know, NVIDIA's having to do a lot of work up front, which, mm-hmm. you know, companies do yeah, they or do feel that. free to do. The right? one, you know? the, most of them do ask you to do that. I find so. Minecraft to be particularly interesting. Unfortunately, it's not coming until 2020, because that oh. totally changes the look of the game. Really up does. until this point, of the games that are out there, like the reflections are nice in Battlefield, the shadows look all right in Tomb Raider. It's really only Metro Exodus's Global Illumination that you look at that game and go, Wow, like that's why game. I want ray tracing. Yeah, it's a different game. But Minecraft is is pretty amazing with it. Minecraft, the video that they put out looks like a totally different game, and well, I'm very intrigued to try it. Yeah, that and the videos of Control, and I mean, yeah. there, there's a, there's a list of stuff now. I mean, and most of the stuff they they showed off at Gamescom, you know, like I think yeah, Cyberpunk yeah. is probably going to be I mean, pretty Cyberpunk. awesome with it. I mean, with the neon. City. I was already excited about Cyberpunk, so you don't need to get me there. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, to add those extra things in, I mean, they know where to put their money, right? Yep. I mean, Minecraft is is huge. But I'm, what I'm saying is, would you feel like sitting here in 24 months and all these games are out and all this stuff is out? Would you feel like? Oh, I think I it depends what kind of upgrade on. cycle you're on, right? Yeah. I think the the two year, three year, and four year cycle people are actually different types of gamers and mm-hmm. hardware builders or PC builders, right? Yeah. Because if you're a two year type cycle person, you're not going to care because in two years it's going to be populated out. You're going to upgrade and you'll be fine going with something that doesn't have ray tracing. Now, if you're a four year type person, then maybe you would want to consider putting a little more money up front so that over the long haul you don't feel like you're missing out. But that's be a very personal decision yeah uh also i do want to point out that there are people in the chat who uh, are saying hey you can do ray tracing and things like minecraft on an amd card you know it's 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 like it's possible it's you true can, you can do it yeah like, and then- nvidia i think is very smart because they got in on this on the ground floor and they've associated rtx with the ray tracing that's not true i mean rtx is its own separate platform like dlss is rtx it's their right. technology, the proprietary stack. Actual ray tracing is built on Windows 10's DirectX ray tracing API. And Mojang actually went out of the way to say, hey, this is being built with DXR, so any future GPUs that support ray tracing will also be running this. Yeah. So, And that's the same for theoretically, I guess. I'm not sure if it's confirmed. A lot of these games, like if you could turn on Reflections in Battlefield now, if AMD in a year or two does put out a ray tracing card, I wouldn't be surprised if you can turn it on on that card. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, and the other thing, I'll, actually, this is a good pro tip for people who have Minecraft. If you have an account, like an old Java, I have an old Java account that I bought years and years ago. If you have one basically from, I think, two years before, if you had purchased Minecraft Java version, you automatically get the Windows 10 Yeah, you got to go on the, free. the Minecraft or Mojang, one of yeah. their websites, and you can claim it. They'll give you a key right there. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, so you so. basically huh. have the Windows 10 version, which I know everybody just kind of like recoils at, but it's actually really slick. If, if you don't want to wait for ray tracing... It's not quite ray tracing. If you have the Java version, though, some of the mods out yeah, there yeah, exactly. are incredible. Yeah, and there's It'll all those, your those shader mods are awesome, right? Oh, yeah. And they look just as amazing on in some ways. So, I, But I, I just don't – I don't know. I If you're looking at $500 for a video card that you're going to be using for four years – are you? Would you? How would you really buy a, a five hundred dollar in that range? Spend that much money on a you know high end card without a feature that is gonna that is clearly being supported by a lot of games now. I'm not sure that ray tracing. If you're going to keep it for five years, I might consider it. I'm not sure that ray tracing will be big enough in the next two to three years to justify spending an extra hundred dollars over really? a on XT. 
Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I would, think I think it'll be much more common within two years, but I don't know if it's yet at must buy. Yeah, to me, like, I, and the one thing I, I want to make clear is I don't think I've said this before and I stick to it. You don't have to buy a race racing card because we're in a transitionary period. And all these games, they have these cool-ass new features. They will run perfectly fine mm-hmm. without ray tracing, right? Mm-hmm. It'll just look different. So I think – and there's so many people that are just super happy playing in their, their 950, GeForce 950 from you know forever ago, and mm-hmm. they don't have any problems. So I, it doesn't break the experience. But if you're spending a lot of money for it, it just feels like you, wanna, you want to get those next-generation features. Maybe that's just my mindset, you know? Yeah, because, like, I remember me and you got in a lot of arguments when all this first came out over the <laughs> RTX 2080 and the 1080 Ti. I still, I'm still stand right. by what I would have said. You should have got a 1080 Ti. That's, that one's going to go down in the mm. Hall of Fame. I can't wait for all of you three to play <laughs> Minecraft with DXR turned on on your also, 1080 Ti cards. Um, uh, Brad Hilton in the YouTube chat points out something very interesting. Uh, they say most people, like Gordon, care about FPS. But it's weird that, uh, you know, you're also saying that you wouldn't buy something without ray tracing because, I mean, ray tracing definitely still has a hit on. Yeah, uh, I'm not a high refresh. I don't play at high refresh rates. I'm 60. So to me, if you can hit 60, anything excess is just, you know, plus. But But are those games actually getting that performance right now with ray tracing? That's that's the part that I find interesting about the RTX, how it's rolling out, how it is coming to first person shooters first. I was actually talking to someone from a video about this at one point. Uh, I find it interesting that it's first-person shooters that are driving this, as they always do, you know, back in the day, because those are the splashy games. Those are the, the fast, the, the eye candy. Uh, but this nukes performance in first-person games, and first-person games are the games where you want the most frame rate. So it's kind of interesting, you know. But the eye candy is great. If you can, you know, get a 2060 or 2070 and play Battlefield, you can still turn on ray tracing Futs with a couple settings to get it to a lock 60. Yeah. If you're fine with that for the eye candy, that's great, but a lot of people won't be fine with that. So I'm really interested in seeing ray tracing spread out to other genres because I think that's when it'll start making a bigger difference. Right. And then I, I think the other thing is it's not, you remember, because everybody, I, of course, everybody conveniently forgets the outrage, uh, but people were absolutely sure that ray tracing was going to go nowhere. Remember that sentiment? There were really, there were people that I got in our, you know, discussions with. That they were like, no, it's going to go nowhere. This is this is a dead end. Yeah, it's right. Nvidia really. I think, which is weird for Nvidia because they're usually like the most ruthless, efficient PR machine ever. I think they really bungled that launch. Standing up on stage and talking about ray tracing for two hours, not giving any more performance for the same price point in traditional games. It was just a real bad combination that created like a. I want to say S word storm, but I guess I can't. Uh, but it was a mess, and I think that tainted a lot of people's view of ray tracing. Uh, but ray tracing is awesome. If you go out there, if you talk to developers, any developer, uh, they'll say, "Yeah, this is what we're waiting for. We love that. We can't wait for that to happen." Ray tracing is going to happen. The question is, how soon is it going to happen? I mean, ray tracing has been it's happening. happening. I mean, it's yeah. been happening for years and years. I, I don't remember too many people saying it's going nowhere. I mean, because oh, yeah. it's been here. Well, that, like the, ray tracing isn't anything new. Just because these cards came around. The, well, not in games, right? Well, yeah. No, is, of course. I mean, remember so. we were seeing demos on four Titan Vs or whatever. You know. I mean, yeah, yeah, come on. That's that's proof of concept. That's not. But that actually, doesn't. No people 
people have been doing ray tracing for certain things. See, I think that was clever, how they started doing that before they announced the ray tracing cards. They're like, check out these demos. We got four <laughs> times these around yeah. this thing. And then after it's like, oh, now we just got it on one RTX 2080 Ti. Surprise. I thought that was clever. But they, they yeah, it was just bungled launch for them, I think. All, all I have to say is I think a 2080, if you bought a 2080 at launch, yep, for what, 550 Six, no, like $800, $800, $700 for the... So was seven. So seven <laughs> oh, wait, you mean the same price for a 1080 Ti? Yeah. A 1080 Ti was 650 <laughs> right? At that time, it's 650 for a 1080 Ti, right? No, they were a solid $100 cheaper, plus. Yeah, but you're now looking at like, your card 1080 Ti that kicks ass. do ray tracing. It's a great card. <laughs> <laughs> ray tracing. There will... I, I'm still... I'm, I'm convinced that... To pay for a two-year-old video card at ninety percent of what it came out at whatever the launch price of the ten eighty. At this point, you can't. Like, at this point, you're paying a thousand dollars for a ten eighty Ti. No, I mean at that yeah. time, <laughs> people were so. I I so I, I think everybody was wrong to say. By people, you mean us? No, everybody. Because no, he means everyone. the three people on the internet he was arguing with. I, no, no, there I, were a lot of people that said buy ten eighty Ti. Right, that was just kind of like the. I mean, I said it. You said I, it. I, I, I said it too. It. Yeah. And there were a lot of there was other people that have said it as well. And and I I think that's wrong. I think that I cannot, in good conscience, pay for Core Two Duo. I could not pay three hundred dollars for a Core Two Duo. You know when it was. But it's, it's wrong for you for sure, but it's not wrong for everybody. I think it's very telling. Uh, Steve from Gamers Nexus a while ago did a video of what people are actually buying using their links, and they were taking a look at the graphics cards and the 1080 Ti. The biggest spike they ever saw, they affiliated, sold a ton of them, was right after the RTX 2080 launch. Yeah. Because everybody <laughs> was like, I want, a, I want a 1080 Ti. But, again, the card was, what, everybody's wrong. $700 when it came out? Remember that was that big announce? Hey, we yeah. got the 1080 Ti with $700. It wasn't really $700. It was yeah, $650. $700 launch you know, price, and then it was selling for like eight for a yeah, few months. Yeah, just like all of them. But it did settle down to $700. So two years after that card has been on the market, you're happy to pay six fifty for it? I just, I just think that's just that's crazy. I would be happy to that's pay. That's crazy. It was six to six fifty, and I'd be happy to pay that versus eight hundred dollars for the same traditional game performance. That's the reason it was. <laughs> that's a that's a you can't bet on the future like we were just talking about with Direct X twelve. Yeah, you can't. It is you always you don't know if it's going to end up. And there there was a possibility that it, there'd be so much resistance it would mm -hmm. it would collapse. And it's something so it we was fair for us years. to say what we said at the time. You have the benefit of hindsight right now because yeah. we actually are seeing support that we didn't know we were going if we were going to see this soon. Something I think gets lost in the fact when we're talking about ray tracing because NVIDIA does a great job of saying, look at all these that are coming out. Cyberpunk's getting it. Doom's getting it. Wolfenstein's going to get a patch. There are only like three or four games that you can actually turn ray tracing on still. It's been a year since those cards right. launched. <laughs> but when they, those features are supported, and clearly there were a bunch of games. We saw Gamescom that was supported. Yep. Minecraft will support it. Yep. Your $600, $700 investment will give you those cool new features. I'm really excited for Control and Minecraft, actually. Both of those coming out of Gamescom look amazing. That's coming, excuse me, That's when is that coming in 2020? They just said sometime in 2020 for Minecraft. Control is next week or the week after. Okay. Some, sometime soon. And what are you going to do when you hook up with your console friends? Like, hey, check this out. I got the new PS5. It's got ray tracing. Well, what are you playing? Uh I don't have that on my 1080 Ti that I paid near full value for two years after it came out. No. Um, so if you bought 
a 1080 Ti. What was it August of last year? Mm-hmm. We're here. One year later, we're here. We're probably not going to see even more, any more games outside of Control that really have this until 2020. So you'll have gotten, like, what, two years out of it? Two years is the, the low end of the cycle that Jensen was talking about. So those people who are on two-year cycles are probably going to be ready to upgrade. I, I think that it doesn't... If you bought <laughs> two years ago, or if, last August, if you bought that card, you would not be upgrading. It's just that that is a lot of money. You 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 sunk a lot of money into that card already. I know. And, and, and people, yeah, people with that kind of money, they are, they're probably going to upgrade. Quick. Some <laughs> people with that kind of money, and you know what? People with that kind of money, do you think they care? I talked to this one person. He bought a twenty eighty Ti. You don't, you don't care. He's got three <laughs> monitors. So you going to buy some you know card that just got replaced? That's basically sung for the same price. Mm-hmm. You're going to uh, go out and buy a 2017 Tercel for the same look, price I know, of 2019? I know a guy who bought a Camry with leather seats and didn't get automatic doors, <laughs> locks. Oh, yeah. that's Oh, locks? <laughs> yeah. Locks is tough. No, even I, I could even see that. You know what? I was that like, makes sense. dude, no. what are you thinking, man? <laughs> no, that is, I'm sorry. I've had enough problems with door locks and window motors going yeah, out. No, he motor. bought it because that was the model available. And he's like, eh, it's fine. I might <laughs> yeah. replace this in a few years anyway. In there are years, people who think like that, Gordon. In years when, you know, we've all gone through, I've already gone through, I don't know how many window motors I've changed out. It's worth it. It's worth it. All I'm saying is, I wish I could get manual roll down windows (laughs) and a carburetor. Uh, And just to clarify, uh, there are a couple games coming out this year. Well, like, like about three. Well, uh, yeah, Watch Dogs Legion, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. We'll have Legion's next year. Is it? Oh, I thought it was this. Oh, okay. Yeah, Legion's next year. Yeah, and and when is Dying Light Two come out? Is that this uh, year that's next also year? next March, I believe. Next uh, March and okay. April are going to be nuts. Well, at least one more. So, yeah. Wolfenstein's yeah. getting a patch. Yeah, I'm just saying. If <laughs> I would say, I would agree that if you are not, I'm, again, I'm saying you don't have to buy ray tracing. Everything works. It doesn't break everything. But if you are buying a new video card and you are not heavily factoring in ray tracing, it's crazy. I do think it's crazy to like. At this point, it's come on. It, it is a foregone conclusion that ray tracing is the future. Of course, the better idea it's part of the future. Yeah, it's part of the future. Part of the future. Not everyone is going to still no, you know, I mean, embrace things, it as the future. Developers don't make games to not sell them to people. That's the one lesson we've all learned: is they want to, they want their stuff to run on everything. They're not going to. They'll run an IGP, right? They have no problems. Yeah, That's but their, if a developer has to take time to code in real-time ray tracing with their own money, I'm not saying if Nvidia yeah. steps in and that's only going to be used by 5% of the the people or, you know, maybe that's generous. I mean, they're not going to do that either. Like, I'm real curious to see also this week uh Nvidia announced that its GeForce Now game streaming service is almost soon to be yes. out of beta. They did they just said come in months, which is a lot more than they said in the past 2 years. Yeah. But they're rolling out RTX servers to that starting in Germany and Northern California this week. So you're if you subscribe to their GeForce Now streaming service, which for right now you can sign up on a wait list and it's free. You can just play your games on it. Yeah. Uh it, that'll have RTX capabilities built in. I'm curious to see if that's just going to be part of the native service or if it's going to be an upcharge or what. Hmm. Uh but that if it's as good as it has been in the beta then that could help drive game adoption, I think. Yeah, I, I haven't tried it yet because you said one of the servers is in San Francisco? Uh, Northern California. Oh, Northern California. Said. Okay, yeah, because I, I actually, I, I'm on the service and I use it mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm excited to try it out. Maybe, maybe I'll do a, a video or something. Yeah, is it available yet? Or 
Yeah, it came out this week. Oh. It came out as part of Gamescom. Um, sign up for the waitlist if you have a big Steam backlog that you haven't played because they install games really quick. You just boot them up, get those game cards, sell them all during the Steam sale, and get a bunch of free games. Boom. Pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> like Minecraft. Look at the good, good deals here. Really good deals. Speaking of good deals, I think we should start talking about these $500 PCs. Oh, I agree. yeah. Great yeah. deals. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh, well, so give him a, a little, a uh, little bit of a back uh, history of what we're doing, why we're doing this. So we are talking about five hundred dollars PC bills because that's fun. We've done it once before. I was looking it up last night. It was episode eight of the Full Nerd. We did a five hundred dollars <laughs> PC build off, and it was really fun. It was actually really popular. People still talk about it. Who won? Uh, I forget who won. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the whole thing. I was busy studying this till like midnight, trying to come up with a kick-ass PC. Uh, but there was a lot of compromises. Like I was looking back, and the the yeah. PC that I built at the time had a spinning hard drive, and not just any spinning hard drive—a fifty-four hundred RPM spinning hard drive. Oh, yeah. uh, it had just like the most atrocious. Like if you had five hundred bucks, it would have been a good build at the time to try to build a gaming PC, but. That was two years ago. Two years later, you can get a whole lot of PC oh, for yeah. five hundred oh, yeah. bucks these days. Night and day. So, Although I, we're, do, we're doing it again. We're bringing it back. I do think a lot of the parts are probably the same parts from two years ago. <laughs> no. Some of them. No. Some of them are practically that old. I think. All right, who's going to go first? Who's going to see? Nobody. People don't know this, but nobody wanted to share what they were doing. Because nobody wanted to give it away. I think Elaine is faking all her stuff right now. <laughs> She's creating a website. I've just got mine. To fake the numbers. Uh, does Brad want to go first? Yeah, I'll go oh, first. We'll, we'll go right to left. Yeah, the guest. Right to left. I mean, right to left. One second. Let me uh, bring up for the home audience uh, Brad's PC part picker list. Uh, and uh, I also have the link on there if anyone wants to go uh, check it out. Okay, the rules and were $500. That's it. Gaming, so we're going to assume a yeah, Windows machine. Gaming. So yeah. if anybody here does Linux, uh, Linux, I respect that. Windows is a better gaming platform, right? Actually, uh, with Steam, they have Proton, it's called, and they're running basically like Wine right in Steam. And so a lot of games that are theoretically Windows only work well on Linux oh, now. Wow. So if you're okay. running Linux and you gave up on that a long time ago because it used to be a pain in the ass to get games running on Linux, give it a shot sometime. Uh, but did, did any of us really factor in a, uh, a Windows key in our build? Well, I'd, I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all a pro tip that's very uh, not legally sanctioned, but <laughs> I'm oh. gonna blow it out here and say it. Uh, <laughs> with Windows 10, ever since Windows 10 launched, uh, when you install it, you can just hey activate this later, and yep. it will let you use it forever. And all it will do is put an activate Windows watermark in the corner, and won't let you change your desktop background. So if you're on that tight of a budget, I was factoring that in. So if you go to any trade show. People in the you know audience won't know this, but if you go to any trade show, every single one of the demo stations from all the big companies you see have activate windows in the corner. So here's yep. here's one other question though. So do not go over five hundred. If you go over five hundred, you lose. Prices uh, right. I went rules. over five hundred. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh, so no, we never, was I'll, I'll give a justification stated. why. Uh, also, before we go any further, I want to give a shout out to Ziv Zoolander. Gave us twenty five dollars on a, a super chat uh, because oh, cool. Brad's looking extra lifelike with RTX on. How, how much? <laughs> how much did you? Well, how much do you do? Are we going to decide going over? You lose. 
We'll talk about it when it's all done. All right. I did not go over. I didn't go over because I understand how rules work. Also, I didn't so. expect to win, so. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll bend the rules. So my build, it totals up right now to $491.92. Uh, oh, and nice. here, here is the list for the home viewers. Why don't you walk us through it? Sure. Before I start, I just want to talk about when you're shopping for budgets, uh, tight budgets, prices do fluctuate. When I finished this build last night, it was like $5 cheaper. There were times this morning some of these weren't even available. So if you're shopping on a tight budget and you see something at a really good price, I recommend jumping on it because mm-hmm. they come and go real quick when you're trying to go cheap. But the genesis of my uh, PC here is I just wanted a really nice, all-around good PC, like something that has some legs for the future. You can do anything you want on it, really. It won't obviously won't play 4K games. It's a $500 PC. But I wanted to give it a nice, you know, well-rounded base. So for me, that th- these days... Ryzen 5 is the mainstream chip that you want. Core i5, the way it's been neutering uh, hyperthreading, I just think it's much smarter to go for Ryzen 5 these days if you're on a budget. Now that Ryzen 3000 just came out, you can get really great deals on Ryzen 2000 chips. So for that reason, the heart of my computer is the Ryzen 5 2600 processor, uh, which right now you can get on Amazon for 130 bucks with free prime shipping. So everything in here is either free or prime shipping. So I didn't have any shipping costs of mine. Uh, and so having decided that, that I want the Ryzen 5 2600 because $130 for six threads and 12 cores, that's, that's ludicrous still to my brain. I know we're starting to get into that era, but that's just ridiculous. So I, was, I went for a B450 motherboard, uh, an AS Rock, bunch of names, bunch of letters. It's a cheap B450 motherboard, uh, micro ATX. You can theoretically overclock on all four B450 boards with any AMD processor. Um, This is a real bottom barrel. Like, this is literally the cheapest motherboard I could find. I don't know how much you want to trust the VRMs, but it should work fine out of the box if you don't overclock. Uh, So to pair with that, I was really surprised to find it. Uh, I got a single stick of 16 gigabyte memory. Yeah, we have Uh, some people in chat wondering why you went uh, single stick, single channel. I know. I, I was trying real hard to find uh, two eight gigabyte sticks because Ryzen does prefer dual channel setups, but that would push it over the five hundred bucks. I only had eight dollars worth of wriggle room, and believe it or not, I couldn't find a two x eight setup for under that ten bucks. So we, I went with the one sixteen gigabyte uh, memory stick because I feel like even though Ryzen prefers dual channel, I think it's worth it to get sixteen gigabytes if you're going to be playing games these days. Um, Amazingly, I was also able to get a 480 gigabyte no-name inland solid-state drive, which we've highlighted in deal posts a few times before. It's basically 10 cents a gig, 500 gigabytes almost of solid-state speed. It's not going to be the fastest solid-state drive you ever had or ever will have, but uh, it's a solid-state drive for 50 bucks. Um, My graphics card is the Radeon RX... 570 Pulse from Sapphire. Um, I've tested that card, actually. I like it a lot. Uh, I like it a whole lot for 120 bucks, uh, And that comes with three months of Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass for PC service, too. So you get a little something extra out of it. You, when you build this PC, you'll get three months worth of 100 games that you can play on it right away. And, I mean, that just adds to the value, I figure. And that's a great card, especially at that price. Um, you won't be able to crank everything at 1080p resolution, but you can get solid, like high setting performance, which I think getting good high graphic settings performance in a $500 PC, 
Like, I'm just so happy with the way this build came out. And after that, I just got, like, the cheapest possible case I could find that has two fans, which is crucial. As we were talking on the all-AMD build yesterday, I feel that every gaming PC, every PC in general, but especially gaming PCs, need an intake and, as I called it yesterday, an outtake, but an exhaust (laughs) fan to get that hot air out of the case. This is the cheapest case I could find. Also, micro ATX, just like my motherboard, uh, gets the hot air out, 20 bucks. It's not going to be great, but it gets the job done. And along those lines, I've got Best Buy's Insignia brand, 550-watt power supply. It's a little bit more than that you would need for a build like this, but in case you ever upgrade your graphics card in the future, 550 watts is the way to go. It's still 80-plus bronze certified, so, you know, I'm happy with it. Uh, bucks. I have a suggestion from the chat. Uh, somebody who I can't find it. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, Isaac is asking... Uh, would you rather go with the uh, R5 1600 and um, and get a, f- a 580 instead? Um, I think it depends on your use case. I have a first-gen Ryzen part, and I'm still happy with it. I have an 1800X. Uh, but there was, there's was there been big performance jumps for each of the Ryzen generations so far. Moving from first-gen Ryzen to second-gen Ryzen was a big performance leap in single-thread performance, uh, and from second to third, much more so. But... I feel like that's important for gaming, so especially at 1080p gaming, I feel like this is a solid combination. Cool. That's certainly doable, don't get me wrong, but 1080p gaming, you can start getting into CPU-bound loads a lot more often than you you were at higher resolutions, so that's why I think that's a good pair. Or uh, uh, Brad Hilton... uh uh, brought up what if you went with the 1600 instead and were able to do two sticks of 8 gigs so you get the dual channel memory it'd break his budget though it it depends I know like right now micro center is having some good sales someone was telling me on twitter last night where it's like a hundred bucks to get the 1600 with a motherboard I couldn't find that online because someone mentioned that on Twitter, and I'm like, I'm looking for this. You said I, Micro Center, everything's in store for yeah. the best deals. So Stick if you can, if you can find something like that and keep it under 500 bucks, go for it. Yeah, we, we did not factor in <laughs> so, store, and we did not factor used. There were some people asking. No, we didn't say that. There was no limitation on used. Mm, that's true. Mm. There's no limitation on yeah. used. Yeah, I also yes. didn't. I also didn't say that you should could borrow somebody's stuff, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> no, no we did it last time. Use last time, last time we did use as well. Uh, but anyway, we got the same rules as last time. I think this is a great build for under five hundred bucks. Like, I would be thrilled with this if I built it. So I have two questions for you, Brad. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, obviously for pricing considerations, I assume that's why you went with a, a four gig buffer instead of an eight gig for yes. the card. And at 1080p. You're going to be playing on high anyway, so uh, the 8 gig is really more if you're going to be playing on 1080p with ultra settings, you should worry about it. Mm-hmm. At high settings, I don't think it's much of a consideration. Okay. And the second question is, you trust Insignia as a brand for power supplies? Because I know for the two of us, we tend to be more conservative when it comes to mm-hmm. choosing a power supply. I was a little mm-hmm. surprised to see this, just because it's not you it know one of the normal brands. It has to brands. do with budgets. Um, I really wanted 80 plus bronze. That's that's my minimum in a powered supply. Like I won't buy a powered supply if it's not 80 plus bronze, and that's the one I could get in the budget. Now, is that for uh, to take into account efficiency, given like uh, ambient temperatures, that you know it'll perform better under such conditions? I just. You know, power supplies, like we said, are the, are one of the things that you don't want to skimp on. Mm-hmm. And I just like the AD bronze certification that certifies that it operates. You know, with, it's going to operate within this expected realm. It's not a crapshoot. So that's, that's the fair. reason I was going for that. Cool. 
I have a question. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I don't see an operating system on here. He already said explain to yeah, just explained. Yeah, you just put it on there and you just say, I'll do it later and make sure you do it next week. Wait, what? When you get your check. You mean there's, there's no op- operating system? <laughs> no, he's, he's got machine? Windows 10. He's got Windows 10. I don't just an unactivated version of Windows 10. I see. I'm gaming on Linux. Um, there's this new thing that Steam does called Proton, where a lot of the games work. You also mentioned that, too. <laughs> so no, uh, Actually, when, no when Elena system. did a video about how to get Windows 10 for, for cheap, uh, oh there were a lot of comments in there saying, hey, you know what? I run Windows 10 unactivated, and I, I just have to deal with the watermark, and I can't change my background. Yep. I, I would be worried, because at one point, they may, you know what? You deadbeats, Oops. you deadbeats, we're, we're cutting you off. We're cutting you off. So I'm, I just think that is an invalid cheat. I think you should. I think you should tell us about your build. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, let's do mine. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I got the right one because I had two. I had one for over and one for under. Is it four eighty six? Hold on, let me bring it up. Uh, it is. Had one for oh well. One of the prices didn't populate, so it's four fifty seven. Oh wait, so what? I don't know what. Yeah, it's four eighty six. The one I'm looking at. Let me try this. So, again. Try that. Try that one. All right, well, ex- explain it to us while you do that, because I need to All right. grab a screenshot. There's a lot of similarities here. Oh, yeah, sorry. This, it's the same one. For some reason, that gigabyte isn't showing me a price when I click on the link. Huh. So, That's whatever. because, like I was saying earlier, you yeah. need to buy stuff right away when you see it when you're buying cheap. But the link should still show up, though. It doesn't show up Yeah, yeah, the link shows up. It's just the price is wrong. Yeah, it's 55 bucks. So we'll, we'll trust you. Here it so is. So I actually considered, oh. I'm just putting on the screen for the okay. people. We'll put it on the screen. There's a Gigabyte GAA320M motherboard. Just a micro-ATX. Basically, cheapest micro-ATX uh, that I could find that will run the Ryzen 3 1200. It's a quad part. It's the original Ryzen 3. Uh, $59 for that. $55 for my Gigabyte 320 board. Wait, so that puts you over 500 no, that's four eighty six. I'm looking at it right here. I don't, the 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 link that you sent me says four fifty seven. So I'm yeah, just, no, no. Okay. So the right. the one I'm it adds it it's added it up for me right here. So um, unless the math is wrong on PC part picker, that's but. weird because I clicked on the same link and I'm also seeing four eighty six twenty nine. Oh, oh really? Well. Yeah, I, I, I see. You. I see four fifty six without the price of the motherboard. So whatever. Well, the the stream is seeing it wrong. So. What? Just, okay. Well, just wait, so they know. try that link I put in the in there again. You I, yeah. I literally just yeah. I really literally just huh. clicked just read it. out the prices. That's that weird. So uh, what you are seeing? Uh, so uh, with the so we're going to go with the Ryzen three twelve hundred quad core. We're going to do an A three twenty M for fifty five bucks uh, for memory. Again, very tough. I thought, well, could I do one eight? Can I? You know, it'd be not. It'd be great to do sixteen gigs, but at the prices I'm pushing, I went with 2G skill value, 8 gig, DIMMs, DDR4, 2400, 30 bucks. So that at least gets me dual channel. I don't give up at least that. 8 gigs is a little tough, but it's still very doable. For SSD, uh, this motherboard does actually have an M.2, but it is an HP EX900. It's a 500 gig M.2 NVMe drive. Uh, for the... GPU, I went with the same GPU that Brad did. Oh, the NVMe was $57. The RX 570 was $120. I use, actually, of course, we just sorted by cheapest POS case <laughs> you can get. Yep. A DIY PC MA01 Micro ATX Mini Tower same for 1998 
I went, I went with a Seasonic power supply. Uh, Seasonic is, of course, uh, an actual manufacturer of power supplies. Forty-five dollars. <laughs> however, however, I researched that one too. Yeah. And I have something to say about that when you're de- when you're done. Well, here's my thing: is you can see, I some of these things. It would be nice to get a higher core count, maybe even a bigger GPU. But I have. Windows 10 Home OEM 64-bit, which is $99, (laughs) uh, according to my list. All this adds up to $486.29. After mail-in rebate. Yes, of course. But that's, you know, part of it, right? That's I think a rebate's pretty valid because people No, it, it totally is, but it was good, it's good to tell people that. Well, I think this is a very it's I'm glad that you went right after me because we do have like the same case, the same graphics card, the same, you know, core gaming bits there um, I have an the big system. difference being the hundred dollars when you're working with a five hundred dollar budget for windows um i think this really drives home that if you can get it cheaper if you can make do with proton on linux if you can get a twenty dollar copy of windows from Kingwin, um mm. pay the extra three to five bucks for the software protection then you can step up to uh a ryzen five second gen as opposed to a Ryzen 3 first gen mm-hmm. and you have a A320 motherboard which is bare bottom doesn't have anything extra oh, uh, B450 I'm pretty sure the clocks are the same the chipset won't change at all those are yeah but B450 you can overclock you know yeah. it supports a couple more yeah, USBs gonna, and stuff like I, that no, and it would only have cost you five more dollars Gordon <laughs> I'm not sure why you didn't go with a mm-hmm. B450 board uh, because to, five bucks to put them over with I, uh, no because like, so the uh, the gigabyte model he has here for the A320M um, is 55 bucks showing on Amazon so the the motherboard I chose and I think the one you chose as well um, right now with coupon code on Newegg I think it's at so it would have been five bucks more. Mm. <coughs> well, so but, far I have the only actual valid machine with an operating system. So I think right, so next. Should go so, next. I, see, I'm, I'm, I am just going to point out that, yes, I'm, I'm saying you can install Windows and keep using it. But Linux really is a valid option these days. If you, mm. Jason yeah, Vanderhill used chat, to write for us. It's true. He, uh, he does a lot of work at Forbes. He focuses a lot on Linux these days, and Linux gaming in particular. And it has made strides compared to what it was before. So I can play like my entire have, Steam library? Every single game? A lot of it. You can, you can well, try to play all of it. Because a lot of it is the same <laughs> as... <laughs> But, but what I'm saying is, just gonna stretch in a five hundred dollar PC build, spending a hundred bucks a couple more times before the end. That's twenty percent <laughs> of the price. Like that's a lot of money to be spending on five hundred dollar build. It is, isn't it? To actually uh, buy yeah. an operating system, it's expensive. It is actually very. You expensive. both have very valid points. <laughs> <laughs> I think that means shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I mean is that you're going to want to save some of that energy to tear go. into my build. You guys are going to have fun with this one. So I always feel like I'm the most uh, conservative member of this uh, team. So I tend to be very like, well, you shouldn't do this. And if you do this, it could happen. So this time I took a cue off of one of your recent videos, Gordon, and you said it was okay to get a UCPU. So I was like, all right. I'm doing eBay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So my build, 
Uh, I also the, the specs are very similar to both of yours, or actually more to Brad's actually. So I have Horizon Five Twenty Six Hundred used on eBay, and you guys can actually click on the link. But I have I looked at uh, sold listings. Oh, actually, my, I just bid on that. It's now five hundred dollars, Elena. It, I, did you actually let me finish my sentence? Because yeah, I, I said sold listings. So these are the prices that okay. it actually sold at. Mm-hmm. So. This means there's the possibility, I have a documented possibility of get, getting it at this price. Includes the cooler. $105. That only shaves like, what, 20 bucks off of getting it for retail, but you'll see why, because I had to put that money elsewhere. Um, and eBay is not your only option. Obviously, you can, if you trust uh, the hardware swap subreddit, there, that's an option. I actually, if I was brave enough to do it, I, I might go that route because those people seem real cool mm-hmm. and they have like a sy- reputation system for that as well. Yep. And you're more likely, I feel like there, you're more likely to get somebody who understands the part, who's going to be more honest about if they overclocked it, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. eBay, at least you have the buyer protection. So it's kind of like which route you're more comfortable with. Um, motherboard is that same ASRock B450M HDV, a bunch of other <laughs> letters, uh, micro ATX board. When I saw it last night, it was 60 bucks. I checked Newegg Circular again, or their newsletter this morning. I think I, that's the same model I saw. Still $60 today. Um, for RAM, I had to pair back. I really wanted to go with... Um, dual channel and I wanted to go with 16 gigs but I couldn't make it work so Mm -hmm. I went down to 8 because I feel like so this build was in my mind for somebody who wants the best they can get for gaming performance so there's someone who's going to want like ultra they want to get the most out of it and they just can't afford it now but someday they're going to want to upgrade and I wanted to make it as smooth an upgrade as possible so like, to kind of get the parts in there that makes it a little less uh, difficult later on. So I figured RAM is one of those things that is easy to upgrade in the future. So I was like, okay, 8 gigs now. It's going to be in the long run more expensive to get another set of DIMMs later, but at least it's a, a fairly simple upgrade. So that's the justification behind that. I was actually... 3,000 megahertz. I did mention it when I was doing mm-hmm. it, but I see you get that. That was a consideration for me, too. I find that yeah. to be a sweet spot for yeah. a second gen. Yeah, I felt, this, I felt the same way. At this point, I don't really even bother to look at anything below. Yeah. Um, storage uh, at the time last night, sixteen. Or sorry, the Intel 660p, 512 gigabyte uh, M.2 stick was 60 bucks. Um, it's actually been on sale for less, and I was really bummed out that it wasn't on sale when we were doing this challenge or prepping for it. Um, I know people have said things about its endurance, but I feel like for a normal use case, it should be fine in the long run. But if you don't feel comfortable with that, I mean, there's other options as well in that same price range. I have like $5 wiggle room, so you probably could have gone with a different mm-hmm. model um, within that range. And so the video card is where I end up spending more money. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to kind of cut corners elsewhere. And I got um, a 570 with an 8 gigabyte um, amount of uh, video memory there. And so that drove up the cost another like 20 bucks over yours, I think. Because in my mind, you can't upgrade that. Yep. So you're stuck with it. So yep. I felt like that's why I paired back on the RAM, the system RAM memory, and I went with that instead. Makes sense. Uh, for the case, I went with a more expensive case, um, and it's because I like the position of the fans better. I did have to buy a fan, though, because it only comes with mm-hmm. the exhaust fan at the back, from what I could tell. 
but there's two fans you could do for intake on the front and there's like a buttload of space for storage if you want like there's like two drive cages in there so i felt like if this is somebody who's like i'm a hardcore gamer i can only afford to go with an ssd you know as my first storage drive but along the line uh, down the line i can you know add like a spinning platter drive if i want or even like a 2.5 inch you know ssd you'll have room for it uh I have built, not specifically in that DIY or whatever case that you guys mentioned, but I have built in cases like it, and it, they have literally drawn blood. Yeah. So I also have this standard now where I'm like, that case looks like it's going to draw blood for me. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, it's true. There's only been one case under 50 bucks that I have never... I've only ever built in one case that was under 50 bucks that was not an utter pain in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of felt like I know thermal take. That case is super popular, and it's going to be popular for a reason. So I, I went with that. It was a good price right now. Um, power supply. So I looked at the Seasonic, and turns out that word on the street, I didn't have time to mm. fully investigate this, but word on the street is Seasonic is not actually the one producing that particular version. Like the S2, they did, I think, but the S3, they're not. Um, it might be like a rebranding of, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it is with power supplies, right? Power supplies are, what's funny is that Seasonic actually builds uh, yeah. power supplies for other people. So that's right. really ironic that right? someone else has built I, I don't them. know how true it is. <laughs> word like, on I the street. I, 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 I'm fully admitting to this. Word mm-hmm. on the street because I didn't have a lot of time to research it. I decided mm-hmm. to skip it as an option. Mm. Good call. So again, I went with Thermal Take. Seems pretty reliable. It's a little more expensive. Um, it's not bronze certified. I think it's only white mm-hmm. certified, which is one step down. Mm-hmm. But to me, even having that 80 plus certification is something that mm-hmm. at least you can rely on. Yep. I admittedly don't think about hotter climates. So I live in San Francisco, so I don't also have to worry so much about ambient temperatures affecting like my power supply's efficiency. So that that is a little short-sighted on that part part and then the final thing in my build is a single intake fan that i bought it was like the cheapest one that i was like okay so i like about i like the specs on how much air it's supposed to push supposedly and at the decibel levels are okay so i'll take this one um and silverstone is an actual brand that mm-hmm. pc people know yeah i heard too. they don't make that fan though elena <laughs> yeah yeah tony told me that are you sure? No, I made that up. Well, I don't know. It's word on the street. You know what word on the street means? Tony I not, made it up. Tony is not word on the street. Tony is the mm. actual rep at Silverstone. No, I don't mean Tony at Silverstone. I mean the Tony, the guy who makes my pizzas. He told me that. Hey, Tony. Uh, don't buy that fan, Gordon. <laughs> word on the street is. And then rounding. The so bookending my eBay experience here is a Windows 7 <laughs> license from eBay. Um, there you because, go. I can add that to mine and still put in budget too. <laughs> because, because for now you can still actually get a free oh upgrade to Windows 10 using a Windows 7 or uh, Windows 8 8.1 license. Maybe. Um, this is three ninety nine. Um, I actually have another option here on purpose because that is for a British UK seller, and I'm like, uh, well, <laughs> Gordon might f- uh, raise the U.S. flag here. So the other seller is based in New York, Gordon. It's cool. So you're taking the advantage my- of, a, of a loophole then that uh, is entirely possible has been closed. It has not or been will closed. Be closed. It has not been closed yet. Oh, mm. this has not been. Well, so maybe. it's available mm-hmm. now. I come out so at four ninety six. Four ninety five and nine cents. Well, that's if you go with the U.S. seller. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, this this cut a little 
a couple of corners, but for me, it was actually interesting doing it as an exercise anyway, because I don't buy used typically. So it was just kind of interesting to see what's on eBay. And Gordon, I did it because specifically you said it was okay to do it. Yeah. So my problem with buying used as recommended buys is it's, there's no fixed price. It's, it, there's no fixed quality. There's no fixed supplier. I don't it's, disagree with so that. I'm just saying that it's a real world tactic that people use. Yep. Sure. So Especially, I decided to give it a shot this time. Especially Sometimes, in such a price constrained build. Yeah. Like a hundred bucks is a lot. I have yeah. a, one of those um, outfits. <laughs> I dress up as an e-waster and I just go <laughs> rummage through like e-waste stuff. That's another um, possibility people do too. Sure. And you just get that. I just don't think that. I personally don't think that fits the spirit of a build. Not having an operating system. Buying used components mm. from somebody it might even be counterfeit. Could be a lot counterfeit. of people buy used. Uh, uh, somebody I know just did a video about whether or not it's okay to buy used, and they said, "Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all right. It is fine." But I'm saying, as recommended, you you would not recommend. I'm not that recommending this as a strategy to everybody. This is my bill. Wait, Adam, Adam, we got to do Adam because we're we're going to hit that. I know. Hit our, we're running out of time. Uh, I mean, we don't have to. You know. Oh, really? Uh, you don't want to do it? I mean, I you can. went over the line. Well, actually, I, Adam, I, I, I really want to see this because we were talking on the on the walk to a public transit yesterday, and it sounded like you were going with a really specific strategy. I want to see how that played out. Yeah, well, actually, I made two builds. Uh, Share the link with us too, Adam. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Do yes, the one I, you want to submit. Do the one you want to well, submit. Well, the the first build is is under price. Um, uh, copy and paste. I need to bring it up. I find uh, I think it's interesting. Uh, Lena's in my build. While you're doing that, is a lot alike. Uh, the big difference being the RAM, which I think we came from the same kind of idea. Like, that's where you can sacrifice. Uh, I think it's interesting. We just took two different directions. Mm-hmm. You're like, you can replace this whole hog in a bit. Where I'm like, eh, I'll spend that to get the 116 gigabyte now. And then my <laughs> thought was, when you have the extra 60 bucks, you can just get another one and plop it in. And have mm-hmm. True. Uh, so a couple things for me real quick. Um, it was humbling to do this. I, I obviously didn't spend a ton of time on it but it, for me i was like dang you know it, it is hard to sit here especially if you're limited on budget you know i, I mostly play in like building pcs like you know not in a 500 hundred dollar budget so you know the people who have to do this they really have to to, to put some time and effort into it and I'll, i'm also lucky because i'm i'm definitely the most junior on the team for pc building but i get to i get to be here in the office with gordon or, or slack brad and be like hey which would you pick so i'm lucky enough to have people who i can bounce ideas off of uh, i didn't do it for this obviously but you know who knows anyway so this is this is my first build uh, I'll, I'll bring it up here uh i went with 2200g you know i oh you know what Before that, I will back up and say, so for me, the kind of build I was thinking of was, imagine if I am a video editor who Mm. needs a work box that, you know, with, you know, like, so I I came at it not from gaming. I came at it from video editing, photo editing. I need this PC to do my work, uh, which is why the other one went over. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, the so yeah, the, this this first one, Ryzen uh, twenty two hundred G. I I needed quad core. I needed uh, you know some good clocks. Uh, the motherboard. You know, I just got a, a nice motherboard. I I didn't mm-hmm. think too much about it. I definitely need the the two channel. I need sixteen gigs at least uh, for the for the programs I use for video uh this one i i did have uh an ssd i, I could have went even cheaper but i mean whatever it was 30 dollars mm-hmm. uh and then the the one terabyte spinning platter sure it's a spinning platter that sucks but i i need room for my video files so yep. i i needed a big 
a big option. Uh, and I, I went with a, a 1650 because I, I need that CUDA performance, uh, especially in uh, uh, in my my editing software suite. Uh, and the case actually spent. A little bit of time on the case because I cared, I, I guess, more about aesthetics. Uh, <laughs> and, and I actually kind of, I've never seen this case before. It's you know, cool I, yeah, uh, I actually kind of like the look of the is case. Is this the one that has like the magnetic like dust filter that you can pop off the front? Like that's what the uh, the um, aesthetic is from. I, I don't know. Uh, no, because it, it wraps around to the top. There's like a handle too. Uh, oh, like okay. I was just like, wow, okay, this for that cheap. That's actually not that bad of a case. And yeah, then like, yeah, the the power yeah, supply, whatever the cheapest I could get. So uh, and then I assumed I you know if if I'm a video editor on a budget, I'm running a uh, uh, an un unlicensed version of Windows 10 because <laughs> I can't do Linux with so Adobe products. You don't so. have you don't have an operating system either. I have an operating All system. All his money it's just went not, to Adobe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah so on top of that i have to pay for adobe creative cloud uh so my second uh build or does anyone want to say on that yes. one before i get to my I second build? Oh, I, i'm I, actually really glad you did this because i think it's really interesting to see it mm-hmm. from the perspective of a video editor so yeah. i like this a lot actually the one thing i have a question on is why didn't you go with uh, th- uh 3000 megahertz memory because it would only cost you like another five to ten bucks and you have the budget oh, for no true. to uh to get three thousand in dual channel is much more that's the reason i only have the one no when i was looking last night on newegg i was finding oh i was like only to clarify bucks. i was only looking on uh pc park picker or so, pc park uh, picker yeah. actually i was seeing I think them the cheapest one i saw was 70 or 75 really i'll look right now well like i said i'm curious that's <laughs> yeah that's uh, the reason you know i have that one stick because oh, that's because okay. i couldn't find dual channel uh, all right let's let's take, let's take a look because uh you know how i am about pricing i had an alternate <laughs> i actually had an alternate build where i went with a dual core celeron which is stu- stupid cheap and it got me i could still run dual core with a 500 gig ssd oh that's what i forgot it, to mention but it can move me up to a 580 i actually had a 580 build for 525 but i but, didn't want to go over so i thought about that too about going intel and i didn't mention this on my build but the reason i decided to go with amd was because of the upgrade path right because if i get an am4 board that means that if i want to upgrade to third gen ryzen then mm-hmm. I can do that. Whereas if I pick an Intel part, I'm kind of locked into like a really narrow window. Of yeah, chipset. I sort of think that though. If you're you're basically, if you're basically not even running an operating system, <laughs> that you're probably not going to be going out and buying a 9900K. Yeah, but any you got a Celeron in there. <laughs> no, but I didn't. This is this is the alternate build. But no, I know. I'm saying, but in this alternate build, but you, you can get up to a, you can get up to it probably a you know. No, it's cool. It's cool. Sorry. Well, real quick, my alternate build. build. Uh, there we go. I put it in the thing. Uh, I actually have an Audible. Uh, I, I will show what I have in here because I mean I'm a video editor. Honestly, I was like, dang. As much as it'd be cool to go with Ryzen, uh, I need I need I need that IGP. Uh, you know, quick sync would would work oh, wonders yeah. on this stuff. So I kind of took a cut on the uh, the video card, uh, just you know, because Adobe still does support this. I still get CUDA performance, uh, but I get that IGP in that ninety four hundred. But today, I, I'm going to call an audible on PC World right now. You can get an i five ninety six hundred K for two hundred and twenty dollars. So That's about about thirty more dollars on this uh will get me six cores. Wait and for a video editor wait, I just want to clarify. Yeah. When you say on PC World, are we talking about the UK store or are you talking about a deal no, that we I mentioned on our site? Yeah, Ian, Ian posted it today. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like uh it's on it's on um, no no it's it's on Amazon that there's a link on the on, okay, on PCworld.com right now. Uh so yeah man, oh man, I get I get 
QuickSync. I get six cores. You know, sure, I, I, I don't get as, as B-free as a uh, graphics card, but I still get that CUDA performance. I did have to drop the, the SSD, which is fine. I'm, I'm fine going with a bigger spinning platter disk. I still get the two-channel memory. Uh, in this case, I didn't like as much as the other one, but I did want to try to look for a different case. And this one I, I, I kind of like, too, uh, from a visual standpoint. I don't know what about airflow and, and stuff like that, but... So, yeah, that that was my second one because I'm like, listen, if, if, if I'm really building this for, and I'm going to do work, I'm going to go over budget. I'm going to be like, man, if I can get six cores and IGP and, and pay for the Intel premium, it really does matter in what I do. Uh, as a video editor, so yeah, this build is actually interesting. It's not a great gaming box with a 1030, but um, for video editing, it's you know for entry level video editing, it, it's it's quite all right, right? Uh, and yeah, somebody's pointing out I'm I'm getting compatibility warnings, but yeah, that's the uh, chipset uh, BIOS. The, the yeah, the chipset BIOS thing. So I boy, I just I don't know. I I think the the one interesting thing is everybody willing to basically not have it. Well. You three <laughs> essentially don't have operating systems. All right, uh, we got to go mean, to our meeting. We actually have to go. So. I, I just, <laughs> I just wanna, no, I just, I just want to say, I, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous. So here's I, the, so I think it's ridiculous. I don't disagree with you, Gordon. I would say that you know, if I'm talking to somebody from a media outlet and kind of doing more of the official voice, like I wouldn't necessarily recommend these things per se, like as in like this is the only way. But there is a real world kind of situation to you have to take into account. You got to stay current, and you know. Relate to the people. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I got a call. Yeah, you literally do. Oh, wait. Look who's calling me. Oh, who is it? <laughs> Satya Nadella. It's, uh... it's Satya. My good friend Satya. <laughs> He's giving you a buzz. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, what's up? I don't really know how he did that. <laughs> I know how he what's did that. What's up? Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's played I, this trick before. I was calling you earlier because I, I wanted to know what you thought about running unlicensed activation. Oh, uh, anyway. That's not actually, that's not okay? That's Microsoft would frown on that? That's, huh. What about trying to buy Windows 7 and then telling somebody to upgrade that? You think that's a oh, serious? Oh, yeah, that is supported. You think yeah. that's a serious pain in the ass to tell somebody to do on a new machine? Yep. But you could do it. Huh. Uh, you tell uh, tell uh, Nadella that we need to yeah. go. We have a big okay. meeting coming I got, up. I, we so. got to go. Yeah, so we're going to check it out. Uh, so their names are Brad Charkas, Lenny Yee, and Anna Patrick Murray. If you could have them turn them off in database. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yep, cool. Okay, man. I'll see you later. So Brad's build actually could be better. Um, I found a $60 two dim kit. Which is uh, the same price as my single stick. Yeah. So uh, get that. Yeah. <laughs> all um, right. Wait, wait, wait. Who won? We, we've got I, people I all won. across the board saying, you know, I had different versions. I have one that actually worked. <laughs> all right. Buying new software. Uh, buying software. Thanks for tuning in to totally uh, the full nerd. Uh, you really got used next hardware week, uh, for tech topics. <laughs> not, not, uh, not good. That is a that please is rate and a, review us anywhere that you do your audio stuff. Uh, all right. Where the hell the is it? That's right here. We got to go. Go to the comments. And say you Brad think won. I won because I had the only one who followed the rules. He's got to say Actual like rules. months from uh, now. Check back won. next week for your fix of PC Talk on the Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. <laughs> Send questions and comments to the Full Nerd at PCWorld.com. And also leave reviews on iTunes.com or other places because every time you do, 
People buy legitimate versions of operating <laughs> systems. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. As the gaming editor, I know which one I'd want to play on. Elena Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray is going to hit the off. I'm sorry we didn't get to Q&A. We will get to it next week, but we have to go. Thank you, everyone. Bye.